Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. Scrub-a-dub-dub. Scrub-a-dub-dub. I haven't seen you in a tub-tub-tub. I-, I was going to say, I feel like I've been gone for weeks and it was just one week. <laughs> Honestly, no, no. if you think of, if you backtrack it, it really is like we haven't seen each other in two weeks because we didn't see each other last Monday. And then before that, it was probably the Monday before yeah, or the yeah, weekend. Right. Before. So it was really like a week and a half. But I feel like I haven't done a podcast in like months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just one. Yeah. But it feels a lot longer. It feels a lot longer. How have you been? What's new? Oh God. What? What isn't new? Oh, I don't know. And <laughs> en- enlighten me. Enlighten me. Inform me. Enlighten me is good. Either good one. word use of the word. Um, I feel like every day I learn something new, or every day I'm invoked in a different way or invigorated in a different way. And uh, I've been really taking some time to be introspective. Is that the right word? As opposed That's to right when word. you're not introspective. I feel like yeah, you're very introspective. I am very introspective, but as of late, <laughs> as of late, it's been a little bit more. And so um, I've just been very every day kind of leaning into different things. And I went away for the weekend 
uh, I put my phone down for a full day, which I have never done before, really. Um, and I kind of liked it. It's the best. Are you kidding? I wish someone would come take my phone because like I'll in my head think to myself, I'm going to put my phone down. And then it's such a habit that I go to pick it up without even realizing that I was supposed to put it down. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not like, I love, I love like social media. I love the community that it's brought into my life. Like I don't find it to be a negative place at all for me personally. Um, so it's not about that, but it's like, I guess I never realized how much time and just like mindless time I spend. No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, sometimes I need it for just like a break because it can get overwhelming, but I, I'm with you. Like I mostly enjoy social media and what it brings. Yeah. But there are times where I just sit there and then I look up and I'm like, how much time has passed that I've just been scrolling aimlessly, not even doing anything productive. Yeah. So I did it because, so I went away this weekend because I just really wanted to like gain some clarity, figure out some, some tings. And so it was really like an intentional uh, retreat, some may say. And, uh, I got a lot of clarity and I, I feel really good. Um, I mean, Becca obviously knows that I have been entertaining some, some thoughts of past people in my life. And so, okay. Yeah. And so, um, I just have been really like slowly just trying to like figure out where I'm at, where my head's at, where my heart's at and take it, you know, it's almost like when you break up the bone and you need some time to put it in a cast. Mm hmm. So it's like in a cast right now. Okay. So And okay. I'm just sussing it out, letting it do its thing in the cast, and then uh, hopefully I feel good enough to share. Great. So you're in a place where you're figuring it out, and when you feel like you've figured it out to the point where you want to share, you'll share. Correct. Great. A past ting. A past. Just to clarify, <laughs> you are there's someone from your past has come back into your life. Correct. Yeah. Just correct, so there was a weird how you said it was could have been confusing. Oh, right, right, right. Um, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. And is I'm this glad. a ghost or something? Yeah, like, yeah. Right, 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 right. I know, but even I was confused by oh, that okay. intro. I appreciate you keeping me uh, af- afloat mm, mm. on on the road. Yeah, on, on the, the road. road right path on the right path yeah so Um, anyways and then you were gone also i was we went to hawaii for Haley's 30th birthday so it was so fun it was it was interesting because you know it's still pretty like to travel to hawaii you have to go through you have to have a negative test you go you have your qr code you sign up for this app to track your health it's like a lot really yeah it was great though because i felt everyone who went had to have the same process so when they say that though when they say you need to have a negative test to go on this plane do you get a test just anywhere around your house or do you have to do it at the airport no not at the airport but they have certain ones it's a specific test and so then they send your results to the airplane no so you get it sent to you you get a qr code and you have to show the qr code got it got it okay so it was i mean it's definitely like if you want to go you have to go through the prop but like i said i went feeling better knowing that everyone who i was entering the island with had gone through the same thing that i had gone through yeah um and then you need to come back huh do you want to come back no, I guess uh, the mainland does okay. not care about <laughs> who's entering. Um, but it was great because we went to Lanai, which is a more secluded. Like it has a, it has I think three resorts on the island, and then mm-hmm. like a market, and that's really it. It's not like a very, it's not like you're going and exploring, and there's a lot of tourist attractions. It's like if you're not staying at the resort, 
there's not a whole lot of reason to go. So it was like we barely saw anyone while we were there. It was awesome. So nice. It was beautiful. What was so the weather like? Perfect. It was just like down by the beach. It was sunny and hot. And then we'd go We where we stayed was more in like the mountain area. So it was just like gardens and it was it's like a japanese inspired hotel so it was just like lush gardens all over there was like a ranch with horses it felt like a another country it was amazing i did not want to come home although i missed you i was like can i get phoebe shipped here for like a couple weeks and then and you i'd love to have you there yeah <laughs> phoebe phoebe is the one she's concerned well, because about. i have people <laughs> taking care of phoebe so it's like i feel well, that taking care of me your past thing, I guess. No. <laughs> okay, but anyway. No, the answer is I'm taking care of myself. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Modern women that's right. take care of themselves. That's right. So, but it was a great trip. It was one of those things. But also, you know, I had stuff booked that I had to work on while I was there. So I wasn't really able to just put down my phone and fully go on vacation. But it was so nice. And I just felt really freaking grateful that we got to go and because I feel like traveling is about to be insane here soon. Like yeah. now that the vaccine's rolling out for everyone and people feel more comfortable traveling again, I think it's going to be a wild summer. <laughs> I know. I I agree with you. And you know what's funny is I had this like cuz I took a day off work um to go and I like struggle with this all the time because and it's like I don't know because I feel guilty do like taking vacation days when like I shouldn't or when it's out of the norm. And I just feel like I've done it for so long. I just take, you know, vacation when I'm supposed to, when, you know, just mm -hmm. when I'm supposed to. And I had a really hard time just doing it. And it's so weird because like you, not only that, but then also it's like, I've been wanting to do this for about a month, but everything kind of, it was like, okay, well, I can't this weekend because I have this work commitment. And then I can't this weekend because I have a friend's birthday. And then I can't this again. Mm -hmm. You kind of keep putting your needs and your wants, you keep kind of pushing them back. And I finally was just like, I just, I'm going to do it. And so I did it. And it, so it was like almost like a two tiered, like, I don't know. I just felt, I feel like I'm kind of taking control. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm in the driver's seat of my life mm -hmm. in this weird way. And I'm making decisions that are best for me and my heart and my head and my health. And I don't know. It feels good. I feel like in Easton, you can also probably relate to this with Tanya, but I do feel like in y'all's industry, there is this, I have to say yes, as often as I can to get to where I want to get. And then it's almost like it's become a habit where that's your natural reaction is to say yes to everything because you're like well if if I don't do it then someone else could get the opportunity and then that could bump them you know it's like this mind game and I feel like you get to a point where finally you feel the power to say no when it doesn't serve you or if you don't really have the capacity physically or mentally to do it you're able to say no without feeling the level of guilt that sometimes is associated with the word no yeah and it's not even like I don't know if the, it's not I think for sure the first part of it is like, yes, you always want to say yes, yes, yes. But mm -hmm. it's almost because you're so like, it's from a place of gratitude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you like, don't want to take it for granted. I don't want to yeah. take it for granted. So it's like, of course, like, uh, you need me to do this. Yes. You need me yeah. to do that. Yeah. Like, you need me to work out at whatever random time. Sure. Like, you just kind of do it. And I just, you just do it for so long that it just kind of, it does become a habit or second nature, you know? Um, and yeah, yeah. especially with like people in my life, I've always kind of, it's easy for me to, give so much to other people in my life because I've always it's just been 
that's just how it is. And I've never really needed to like take time for myself or I've never really needed any of this. Do you know what I mean? And so I think I kind of had that realization where I was just like, I need, I've been trying to do this for a month. And so I just did. I'm going to make the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mark has joined us. Hello, Mark. Hello. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for joining us. Just to let you know, I'm the one who told Tanya it was time to start the podcast. And that's why she abruptly (laughs) left the meeting. So I'll take the credit for that if she's in trouble. She's not in trouble and it's fine. I I honestly didn't expect you guys to wait for me. You guys got to do it when you got to do it. I am a minor (laughs) cog in this machine. That's not true. It's not not true. true. But you know, when Becca Tilly shows up and she's ready... Yeah, I'm like, it's I'm just like, <laughs> it's almost like, you know, when you're in the OR yeah. and, and, uh, back in the day, spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't, uh, binged, binged the, whole the whole entire thing, but when saga. we still had, uh, McDreamy and he said, it's a wonderful day to save lives. Mm-hmm. And then you just, it's go time. It's almost like when Becca arrives and Becca walks through the, the doors of my OR. studio mm-hmm. here, um, it's almost like. It's yeah, it's a beautiful day to save it's lives. It's time to save lives. I, I appreciate the respect. I didn't really think I had that much. I didn't know I wielded so much power, but I did give it some time to see if the meeting would wrap up. And it wasn't from what I could tell. So I said, <laughs> TikTok, the clock is ticking. TikTok, you don't stop. <laughs> um, Speaking of the OR, since you brought it up, I we, can we discuss the past two weeks of Grey's Anatomy? Because, well, oh, yeah, okay. you weren't okay. here for last week. Right. Okay, y'all discussed it. Yeah, the okay. Alexi and okay. that was a great. Well, which was great. I mean, wow. Seeing which them- also, okay, you were say you weren't here, but we were saying that Lexi seemed super weird in the episode. We we're like, did she forget like how to be friends with all them? We're like, well, something was off. And then all these articles are coming out that she filmed it in front of a green screen with nobody else because she's in Vancouver shooting whatever show she's on. No, because someone else said that it looked like she was shooting on a green screen. I was like, no yeah, way. It's true. I was shocked right? by that because that technology is amazing. Like, yes, it was a little weird, yeah. but it wasn't like she's in a different country weird. Yeah. No. And I, if anything, I thought they were just trying to make her come across more like angelic, oh, you know, like, like more, more like of like a ghostly. Yeah. Uh. That's what I kept thinking because I was in my head thinking it was a green screen. Then I was like, no, there's no way. Okay. Well, that makes a lot more sense because I felt that a little bit too. Like she didn't feel like home like yeah she didn't yeah yeah didn't feel comfy didn't feel comfy cozy no and i couldn't figure out why her and mark weren't touching <laughs> or like yeah it interacting was all weird together. but it, it made me when i saw the articles i felt very validated as a fan me too. So I was like something's off i know and then i'm like i can't complain this is a gift yeah a gift a gift truly okay well last week was kind of not entertaining was whatever it was kind of a standard issue gray's anatomy really I feel like that's just kind of what they do. Like there's a there's an amazing epic episode, and then they take a little nap. <laughs> a nap. Ow. Like they don't go to sleep. They just like rest a little bit. They let us rest a little bit. Maybe that's what it is. They don't like overwhelm us with too much week 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 after week. Oh. I feel like the old episodes were like that too. Like you'd get an amazing episode and then the following one would happen. And you'd be like, there wasn't anything significant in there. Okay. No, from season one to season, I'd say like eight, it was back to back hit. It was like an Ariana Grande freaking album. How many episodes 
aside from Denny and Izzy in that season, can you remember significant things happening? The bomb episode, the shooter sequence. That was in season like six. I'm exactly. saying that I'm saying one, one season. To, oh, well, what season is that? Three. Nope. Two. Season two. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not an encyclopedia Wikipedia over here. Right, I don't but, know but what Becca's I'm telling point you. point is that they probably weren't as action-packed as we remember them being. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beg. It's like Saturday Night Live. Everyone thinks, oh, it's not funny now. You know, when it was funny was when I was in high school. That's when it was really funny. But if you go back and watch those, it's about the same batting average as it is today. Some are funny, some are not. All I'm saying is, and and I also feel like during those seasons, we weren't introduced to so many new characters and new storylines. Where I feel like the more recent seasons. We're bringing in people like left and right. Yeah. So we're trying to figure out, are they, do we get attached to them? Like, are we going to lose them soon? Are Mm -hmm. they going to have a significant role? So I do feel like there's a difference. I'm really getting tired of making Amelia at home. Uh, Me too. I need them to get out of that. I know they do too. I get that, but it's It's time. Like they're making me feel quarantined. It's TV. We can ignore the kids all we want. It happens for (laughs) seasons upon seasons. People never mention or see their kids. We can go into that mode with Link and Amelia. Yeah, I'm just gonna. My only thought with that is that Meredith is not gonna make a comeback, and they're gonna be the they're gonna be the parental figures for the children, and that's why we're seeing so much of that. I think Meredith's coming back. Yeah, I think so too. Ellen Pompeo is just laying in a bed or on a beach this whole season. She's literally living the dream. And getting paid. How much is she getting paid? Oh, a lot of money. It's yeah. Awesome. It's so awesome. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty epic. Pretty so epic. How, I'm really happy for her. Yeah. Um, Give me that Ellen Pompeo energy. Yeah. yeah. She makes about I mean, 20 million a year. To land as she should. The beach. As she should. Yeah, this season was. This season is what she's earned. You know, she's definitely earned the right to lay in a bed and work on the beach. Yeah, with her past co-stars. Um. Speaking of what, what I really should have said is, I said Ariana Grande album. I should have said Taylor Swift album because. Well, let's let's take a break and come back to that. There's I a lot to mean, talk about. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get back into, we'll get into Taylor Swift. If you're one of those listeners who's like, I'm not, I don't really love Grays and I'm not really a huge Taylor Swift fan. This episode is. No, it's especially for you <laughs> because we're about to tell you why you need to come, come slither on over. All right. That was a good teaser. We'll be right back. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. 
With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung Smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Okay, um, beyond the obvious of it just being amazing, what do you need to talk about, Taylor Swift? I need to pull up the track listing, if you will just stand by for me. Just give me one second here. I'm going to pull it up. There we go. Feeler, fearless, Taylor's version down at the bottom from the vault. Okay, so just the fact that she's re-recording all of her albums and having Taylor's version of them, and they sound identical to the first ones is everything I need in 2021. Like that is the energy that I'm bringing in with me because it's so badass. Mm -hmm. It's not about the money. It's not about the whatever it's about the principle Mm -hmm. and the fact that she now owns them. These are her creation. This is, these are her babies. She worked hard for these and somebody else owned them and thought that they could do whatever they wanted with them. 
and she is the creator. She is the master. She is the modern woman. And she is saying, no, thank you. And how does she entice us to listen to these re-recorded albums when they're essentially the same thing as the original? Well, let me tell you. So what Taylor Swift did to entice those of you who were like, did I need a full album of re-recordings? Actually, yes, you did. And what she did is she dropped, was there five or six? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six songs that we've never heard before from The Vault. Yes. Some with features as Keith Urban and Maren Morris. And some just by her lonesome. They're from the vault. <laughs> Let me tell you, Taylor Swift's vault could have been ripped out of my diary. Wow. These songs are so freaking good. I can't even tell you. Which one's your favorite? Oof, hard to say. Hard to say. Hard to say. Because she released Mr. Perfectly Fine, which just blew the internet up because it's about Joe Jonas. Uh -huh. And the fact that Sophie Turner posted it is everything I needed and more. <laughs> um, because Mr. Perfectly Fine, I feel like everybody can really... The amount of girls that DM'd me about that song, I cannot even tell you. It was like crazy. I feel like that's the most relatable song. Everybody can relate to it on some degree. Okay. Because so it's basically about like somebody breaks up with you and then they're just totally fine and you're just in shambles yeah 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 who the can't relate feeling. to that yeah the worst feeling there's and like there's nothing worse than feeling heartbroken over someone and having them be like casually okay oh nothing worse but i'd have to say my favorite is don't you okay that yeah don't you and that's when we're my <sighs> we're my favorites from the vault don't you <laughs> is so good because it's just like that that song that you need it's like don't ask me how i'm doing don't ask me don't don't you don't you <laughs> don't you do that to me yeah it's so good i might spend some time just listening to the vault song because oh i know God. all the other i mean ones and bye bye baby it's like i don't know if you're a michelle branch fan but <laughs> i was a huge michelle branch fan back in the day and the theory behind bye bye baby why it was in the vault and she never released it was because people thought it sounded too much or she thought it sounded too much like um goodbye to you from michelle branch oh. so that's a theory as to why it was kept in the vault but now it's like Michelle Branch like nobody really knows who that is anymore except for like stands like me back in the day and so she can release it because it's so good but it does sound a little bit like that goodbye to you I mean I love a goodbye to you oh. I'm totally fine with the comparison on that one Michelle Branch was like the OG mm -hmm. Taylor Swift I yeah I just need to say though like I love Fearless album like it's definitely one of the best but red well no we have speak now uh, and then red. it's, it's going to be an embarrassment of riches the only one i think she can't re-record for a while is reputation i think oh. until 2022 there's one album she can't record until 2022 well 1989 red imagine what's in the vault Ooh. or 1989 i can't i can't because like so basically what happened is is these are songs that were supposed to be on those specific albums that she never released so like these songs that i can relate to at 33 taylor <laughs> swift wrote at 14 <laughs> uh, which is quite a pill to swallow but that's neither here nor there <laughs> like there was one that oh it's called we were happy and i think she wrote it when she was 14 and i was like yeah i feel that <laughs>
You have the, in the best way, you have the spirit of a young 14-year-old <laughs> girl, you, Tanya. Thank you, thank you, so much. It's all wrapped into one, yeah. into the gift that is you. But I'm swallow. with you, like, the vault, what? Quite a fill the swallow. Yeah, <laughs> it is quite the fill the swallow. <laughs> but I don't care, I'll admit it, I'm no shame in my game. Why am I picturing Tanya just, like, in the bath, like, shower, like, crying and just, like, really hitting these like these lyrics are just a hitting her and then she somehow reads an article and it's taylor being like yeah i was 14 and i just had my first crush and you know i couldn't drive yet so i just had to go in my room and tanya's like same i feel i feel it all too i feel it all too that's why she her music translates or trans that's why I'm like, if you're that's not a Taylor Swift fan, all ages. Yeah, if you're not a Taylor Swift fan, then like that's fine. I can't relate. But when you really peel back the layers, her songs are more than just music. It's really, it's really uh, therapy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you were gonna go therapy, but I do. <laughs> I, I was searching for the word. I don't think therapy is quite it, but. I've always said that even if you don't appreciate like the melodies or the the music aspect of what she puts out, if you were to go and read the lyrics of her songs, I think everyone could be a fan of Taylor yeah. Swift. So like 1989, imagine the songs from the vault of 1989. Red, Red in 1989, I don't think I'm ready for. I'm definitely not ready for. <laughs> I'm not ready for. And I wasn't ready for this, to be honest, because I was like, I was trying to be intentional. I had like all these things planned for the weekend. Like I'm going to do this at this day, this, this, da, 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 da. I did not have scheduled time <laughs> to listen to Taylor Swift from the vault songs. <laughs> so like it was, I was really in a pickle because yeah, I really were, yeah. I was regimented and, I, and I was, it was, you were set back to your younger self. Yes. The or Taylor's younger self, your current self, really. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Well, there's our passionate review on, fearless taylor's version well, and it's also just genius on a whole i read a whole twitter thread the other day about why she's doing this and how she's doing this and how you need certain licensing to use certain songs in certain places like if you want to use it in a movie you need a this kind of license that comes from the songwriter and this kind of license that comes from the owner of the music and how what she's done is she's made the people who bought her original catalog she's made that investment pretty much completely worthless which it's is pretty cunning and amazing. I don't know what I don't really know what cunning means. Like so, sharp, like a shrewd. That's another. Shrewd, that's a good yeah. One. Still don't know. Like a harsh, like a um, uh, inc inc uh, cutthroat, deviously a cutthroat. clever. How about that? Cutthroat. Okay, good. okay, okay. I can I can get down with that because here's the thing: she's not being cutthroat to like bash another woman. She's not being cutthroat to do ill towards you know uh, an ex-girlfriend of joe alwyn or you know what i mean like anything <laughs> dumb like this isn't petty right. this is her own art her own creation her own stuff that has been part of my french effed around with and she's like no i'm taking the balls in my hands these are my balls and yeah. they're going to be in my hands now She's Thank holding you. her. She all she wanted was to hold her own balls. I've always wanted to hold yeah. my own balls. I and, can't hold my own. And balls someone right tried now. to take her own balls from her, and now she said these are my balls. And I'm yeah. Doing oh my brilliant. god! I can't. Yeah. It's I can't wait for the day that I can take my balls in my hands. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I'm losing track of the that. metaphor here, but um, okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That really was. It's also just, and now every right. time she puts a new one out, it's going to be the biggest thing in the world and everyone's going to be talking about it. And it's going to be moment after moment after moment. And it's just so incredibly smart. Yeah. I mean, we've known that she is just an iconic genius, but this really, she continues to um, up the ante even compared to herself. Um, so someone retweeted this quote the other day and it says Denzel Washington, but it's not really Denzel Washington's Twitter account as I have just discovered because I thought the quote was so great, but it says, start saying to our kids, you must be so proud of yourself instead of I'm so proud of you because they'll grow up with self-pleasing motivation rather than motivated to only please others. Wait, say it one more time slower. Start saying to our kids, you must be so proud of yourself instead of I'm so proud of you because they'll grow up with self-pleasing motivation rather than motivated to only please others. Wow. I never thought of that. Profound. Yeah. So my whole life and I mean, I I have no like my parents always told me they were proud of me. But when I hear I'm proud of you, I seek that those words for like what I do. I'm seeking someone to say like, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Instead of me being able to be like, wow, that's so cool that I did that. I'm so proud of myself. I mean, you honestly are kind of blowing my mind right now. I know. Well, Denzel Washington parody account blew my mind. So. <laughs> that's where I always go for motivation. But I will, yeah. as the only one in this room that has um, kids, I'm going to use that. I think that's great advice. I like that. You must be so proud of yourself. Yeah. It's so true. I like, we're almost told not to be proud of ourselves. Yeah. Like if someone said that to me now, I would think they were like being sarcastic or making fun. Like you must be so proud of it. Yeah. You know? I know. But no, that's a, that should be something you take pride in. Yeah. I know. Isn't that funny? Cause like when I hear that now I had the same reaction. Like if, if someone said that to me now, like, Oh, you must be so proud of yourself. I'd be like, are you being rude to me? Like, is that sarcasm? But I think if you grow up hearing that, you establish of, yeah, you know, I am proud of myself. Like, take credit for what you've done and what you've accomplished rather than doing it all to hear those words of I'm proud of you. I know. It It really took me you? for a loop. Yeah. yeah. Just because I think I we all I think you're having a lot of words. just, like, prophecies in your life right now. Like, I, I'm not, <laughs> prophecies not the right word. Epiphanies? <laughs> triumphancies okay wow uh and you're really pushing through some walls that you've had up for a very long time I think that it's really uncomfortable to discover things about yourself that have always been there and that you realize maybe maybe things that cause conflict like in relationships or friendships it's hard to like address those things and to acknowledge them and try to work on them like I get so I realize I get so defensive like in arguments and I've never even considered myself defensive because I normally would rather have peace than conflict. So I normally feel like I back down, but I realize I get very defensive if someone doesn't think the same way as me. So majority of my friends think similarly to me. So they're not, I think you, I handle you differently than my other friends because you're more sensitive. Yeah, I was going to say, you handle me quite nice, like a little, <laughs> like a little boiled egg. But the rest of my friends are very sarcastic and like, you know, we have like dialogue that would probably hurt other people's feelings, but it's just like our, it's our love language. But I think with you and then also with Haley, I have to be 
I realize I can't get defensive. Like if something hurts you and same with Haley, if something hurts her, I have to validate the hurt that I caused. Like even if I didn't see it as something hurtful, like validating that it caused pain Mm -hmm. and be able to simply say like, I'm really sorry I did that and like acknowledge it without feeling like emotionally defensive right off the bat. Cause that's what I do. Well, I think a lot of people do that. You know what I mean? And I think, but it's really annoying having to work through it and to like try and change the way of thinking. So I'm trying to like with therapy and everything, like not overly change who I am to please others because that's my natural instinct, but to acknowledge areas where I could be better to where I can have better relationships and communication. Girl, (laughs) let me tell you who's been doing some work on herself and that's little miss thing over here. Yeah. And you, okay, you weren't here last week, but um, we had Amy Chan on who wrote the book Breakup Bootcamp and is like, does that breakup bootcamp? Mm-hmm. And we touched on this thing. About, it's called, I think I told you about attachment styles. Mm-hmm. When I discovered my attachment style and like really started like digging into that and like kind of doing some work and like really figuring out where it was coming from and how I let that affect relationships in my life, I felt like I had opened the key to matchbox 20 like well, it was 20. <laughs> the band yeah <laughs> i felt like like it was like i opened this whole new world of understanding that i was always so it just it just was how i was i didn't even really think about it and so we talked a little bit i actually i'm gonna um suggest that we have somebody on to kind of dive into attachments the attachment styles and just kind of because my biggest question was I don't want to be anxiously attached. Like that's not what I want at all. Mm -hmm. Can you become securely attached? And the answer is yes. It's not easy. I mean, it requires like working on yourself, but like you can. And so that's kind of the process that I'm in right now. But it's so interesting because I think you're avoidant attached. I mean, not to, not to like put words in your mouth, but like, I'm just going to do it for now. Just for, (laughs) just for purposes for the class. I was going to say, what are the other, what are the attachment styles? It's securely attached, which is, Obviously, like what you want to be securely okay, attached. Right. And that's the majority of 50% of people are securely attached. Really? Yeah. That's a lot. It's I'm a lot. To hear that. Can we turn this off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's blocking Mark. I, I know. See. I kept trying to move it. But um, so 50% of people are securely attached. And then the other 25, it's 25 and 25, right? Yeah, that makes 100. <laughs> um, 25 are anxious attached. And then the other 25 are avoidant attached. And so av- Is that, I, thought there, I thought there were four of them. There's three. Oh, avoidant attachments and anxious attachments like they're kind of good together they like oh that makes sense yeah i know but how because avoidant avoidant attachment would mean that you are an avoider so you avoid what conflict and then if the person is anxiously attached they like are grasping for any security right yeah but it's it's interesting i don't know much about avoidant attachment because i am not that <laughs> I'm really just doing a deep dive into how I can fix myself at this point. Yeah, but okay. after well, when, I get, I'll get to you. Once you get that done, yeah. Yeah. But it would be interesting to talk to somebody that's like really Versed. knows what they're mm-hmm. ta- like what they're talking about. Because I just find it uh, like. I'm going to give you an example of something um, like when I when you when I text you mm-hmm. and I don't hear back from you. Mm-hmm. It's different in romantic relationships because your mind goes elsewhere in romantic relationships but even still in my friendships Mm -hmm. I get like I'm like why isn't she responding to me like 
what is she doing? Da, da, da. Like, I don't, it's not like I think you're cheating on me or whatever, <laughs> yeah. but like if you're super anxiously attached, like that's kind of where your mind is goes. Like, you're, is she mad at me? Did I do something? Did I not respond to something? Checking my emails, like, you know, things like that. And in reality, it's just, you're like, whatever you saw, you put your phone down, you started like I'm avoiding drinking you. your coffee or whatever. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's not, that's not what it is. And so there's obviously different severities of it. And mm-hmm. I think because a lot of it stems from your childhood mm-hmm. and mine actually wasn't stemming from my childhood. Mine stemmed from, uh, the breakup that I had 10 years ago and just how knee jerk and how kind of traumatic it's basically mm-hmm. caused from like traumatic experiences. Mm-hmm. And so it's very interesting. Well, because your breakup 10 years ago, you thought everything was great, right? And it yeah. came out of nowhere when yes. he broke up with you. So it's almost like um, you're kind of always on the edge of your seat. You're just like planning. You're waiting for that other shoe to drop. Even if things are going really great, you're like almost like waiting for that. And the minute Ooh. something doesn't go, rocks the boat. something rocks the boat, it's like, nah. <laughs> not a way to live. So it's hard to be securely yeah, attached tough. after going through what you went through. Yeah. 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 It's not impossible though. It's not impossible, especially because mine's not so like deep rooted from childhood. Mm -hmm. So I can, and there's things that I can work through and work on, which I'm doing, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's so fascinating. I'd almost think that the avoiding avoid, avoidment attachment, avoidant, avoidant attachment would be that you either go one or two ways when something traumatic like that happens, where you go, I'm anxious about them leaving me, or you turn your emotions so far off that you're like, I have a wall up so no one can hurt me. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So that's me? Yeah, but I also think that you can, I think you can kind of bounce too, because I think for many years, I was avoidant attachment. So I was dating guys that lived in New York, dating guys that lived in Texas, mm-hmm. dating guys that lived in Chicago, because I could have the avoidant attachment there. I couldn't really get attached mm-hmm. because I knew that they physically mm-hmm. couldn't be here. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it switched. I don't know, just like switched. I think I'm very curious about where I land on that. Interesting. But it sounds like if you're yeah. securely attached and have the rug pulled out from under you, you go one of two directions. You go the anxious direction or the avoidant direction. Yep. I'm very secure in the relationship that I'm in, but 95P is a little more on the anxious attachment side. Yeah. It's a lot to deal with. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> got you and I got 95P. <laughs> I'm just over here trying to... <laughs> stay strong and but being aware of it is something that's really powerful because I think that's the biggest step is like you know I think and I think I can speak for everybody everybody thinks their way of living is the right way their way of thinking is the right way the way that they do what they're doing is the right we all that's just because how we're living our lives so it's like that's how we think it's the right way Mm -hmm. to to deal or do Mm -hmm. things and then when you are really in relationships you realize that there are various different ways to do things and different like people approach things in different ways because of how they were raised or their past relationships and things like that and it doesn't make it wrong it Mm -hmm. just isn't the way that you do so it's almost like you kind of have to realize all of these things instead of trying to force somebody to be something that they're not yeah that's what I'm working on (laughs) it's just acknowledging that my way doesn't always have to be the right way even though it is 99 percent of the time the other option is that maybe <laughs> it's so hard. I'm serious. It's so hard for me to go, okay, maybe the way that I'm thinking about this isn't 
the only way or the only right way. It's tough. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. And so you actually I, never got back to me. I sent you a text the other day. I was doing. <laughs> I was doing. Um, oh, she's serious. I thought this was a joke. No, no, it's not a joke. This is serious. I asked you. I'm, you know, I'm doing a lot of. Oh, self help books. Okay, that was like the busy. Are you talking about the thing you asked me to write? Yeah. That was literally the busiest week ever. There was just. I, I wanted to be thoughtful in my answer. Mm -hmm. And I just, to be honest, I forgot about once I went to Hawaii, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I haven't, I will do it. I'm not like putting it off in that way. She asked me to send a time. Can I talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. Where she was at. Was it at your best or happiest? Yeah. Where I was thriving. Thriving. And I was really like, I went back in my head, but I'm in the process of buying a home. I'm in the process. I was in the process of planning a 30th birthday party and a trip within like the last minutes. And Tanya sends me a text asking for a paragraph about <laughs> when I thought she was at her happiest because she's doing a self-help book. So like it wasn't I, I, I read it and I was like, OK, I can do this. So like I have a lot of memory. You know, I have a lot of times where I've been with Tanya, but then. I was like, I'm going to have to, I was like, do you need it right now? And she's like, no, 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 no rush. But apparently. yeah, well, I do. I wanted a thoughtful response. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like they, they basically the bottom line is, is asking multiple people for this, this answer and kind of comparing all of their answers and looking back into that time and really finding kind of how you were living life in that way. Like what's changed? Who was surrounding you? What were you doing? How were you spending your free time? Were you working out? Were you eating right? Were you partying more were you you know what I mean like were you working a lot were you not working so much were you taking vacation like it's like analyzing I, all of those I things. have only known you to eat healthy work out have a routine work like that's how I know you so it's hard to like specifically go back but I think there's certain times where I can pinpoint like specific moments and maybe they all line up and they were in the same time yeah you know it was uh it's funny also it was funny getting back some people's responses because some uh brad actually said right after we won our first people's choice award he was like you to 2018 me, 2018 or like around especially specifically like that month yeah. or whatever he was like you i felt like you were like unstoppable like you were on a mission you were like going like you were just like living life and thriving and then another person responded and said um in between uh, I can't remember his nick what his nickname was. Chicago uh Oh Screen Time. Dr. Screen Time, or I don't even know what we called him here. Dr. Screen Time. Butterfly. Senor Butterfly. Senor Butterfly. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, the other one was Senor Butterfly. Yeah, Dr. Screen Time and, and Senor Butterfly. The time in between Senor... those two guys. Oh, oh, oh. In between oh, was... those are separate. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, now I'm confused. I'm confused <laughs> I thought they too. were the same guy. Wait, no. Senor Butterfly was, yeah. Yeah. And then what was, not, what's his name wasn't Dr. Screen Time on the podcast? Yeah, I know. What was he? Dr. FaceTime? Mr. FaceTime? No. What was he on the it's podcast? It's very confusing. And the reason it's confusing, in case people don't know, is because Seacrest calls them one thing and we call them something yeah. else. It's it very confusing and I don't remember. Oh my gosh. What was his name? It was something FaceTime, wasn't it? Anyways. It was the guy that I was FaceTime dating for like two months and then he ended up coming and staying with me for like five days and then like never spoke to him again. Um, but learned a lot through that, you know, truly. Yeah. So it was in that time, it was like two months in between him and Senor Butterfly. And so it was just like kind of funny getting people's responses and really kind of looking at the, those moments in my life. 
Yeah. It's an interesting exercise. I, I encourage everybody listening to try it. Um, it's from the book, think like a monk or yeah. Think like a monk. Um, and yeah, it's been insightful for sure. Yeah. That's interesting. I'd be curious to see what people said. Cause like I have moments in my life where I think I was at my happiest, but I'd be interested to see if that was outwardly shown. Well, we should do that yeah. on the morning show. We should ask Ryan and Sistine and Patty what they think. Yeah, it's it's it, it is interesting, you know. Well, and I also didn't it's, respond it's like, because it felt like homework. But my excuse was it was sent in a group text, so I didn't feel <laughs> obligated to do it. Yeah, well, because you're supposed to have a variety of like it says to ask coworkers, friends, family, and so I sent it. Like yeah, I sent it in a group chat. <laughs> I get that, Mark. Yeah, I was like, felt like homework. Okay. It wasn't a lengthy paragraph. It wasn't short. No, but I will get to that and it'll be worth the time that it has taken. Would you like me to do it for you? Uh no. I mean if that... no, no self-help for Becca. <laughs> well, I got a, I got a lot of self-help I'm going through. I Becca is just coasting no, right I, now. I, I like, read I'm like good. a love story fiction book from like this author that everyone recommended and it was so nice to read something where I wasn't having like revelations about myself because I've been reading so much like self-help and motivation and these eye-opening self-reflecting words being like read and then I just read this love story that was just made up characters and I was like that was nice like that was, nice. I had no I just read it. It was entertainment and I'm done. Don't have to do any thinking about this is that. How I read. That's how I read. No journaling, no, no. journaling. Like what is yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Not all of us love a homework. Yeah. I feel like Tanya was like asking the teacher for more yeah, homework. Exactly. Is there anything we <laughs> like should I, do over I the summer? Yeah. <laughs> I, I finished everything in class. Is there anything I need? I can do at home. Yeah. How can I improve over the summer? Oh. If we're not, if we're not constantly if we're not constantly improving, growing, growing, strengthening, learning, listening, accepting, growing, growing. Oh, my God. Ta Tanya 2.0 is going to look at Tanya 10.0 and be like, wow, I'm so happy I did all that journaling. What are you on right now? Well, so I just did Tanya 4.0. Oh. So next time I'm going to be Tanya 5.0. When is is it just like when you feel the shift? No, I'm definitely on the journey right now. Is it like this Apple that comes out every October roughly? Yeah. yeah. No, it's 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 roughing to be a little more than annually, <laughs> like a little bit a little bit more time than that. Uh, but yeah, I'd say it's pacing quite nicely to be Tanya 5.0 in the next probably six months for sure. Wow. I, I don't want to get too in the weeds on the technical stuff, but like going from four to 5.0 is pretty substantial in, in the software that, world. That's is right. there ever like a 4.2, 4.3, you know, maybe a minor upgrade? Yeah, maybe I could yeah. do that. I definitely think I'm, I'm getting there. Like the retreat, the retreat, I think bumps you up a 10th. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I definitely... Um, I'm maybe it's more to be sooner than that. Maybe I'm gonna say Tanya 5.0 will be here in the next three months. Oh wow! Gosh, wow, we were not ready. It's we in beta testing ready. right it's now. It's gonna be a hot girl summer, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> saying. <laughs> um, right? Wait, April, May, June, July. Yeah, yeah, hot girl summer. Um, I don't know what that means entirely. It just sounded good. Hot girl summer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be a hot girl, and it'll be summer. So, <laughs> and you'll be 5.0, which yeah. is my favorite number. Five. Five. Um, <laughs> I, looked, I looked at um, our emails going into today, and they are tough. Oh, I have thoughts. I, I also have some thoughts. But they were, like, the first one's pretty heartbreaking. So I think we should, should we take a break and then come back? Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. 
Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung Smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could... I mean, she is literally like my hero, my shero. Shiro, for sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. 
Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. All right, we are back. Um, Mark, do you want to read the first email? It's from Anonymous. She says, I was with my boyfriend for eight years before we got engaged, right before the COVID shutdown. When we initially told our families, people seemed happy. Not overly excited, but happy. I chalked it up to COVID and let it go. Two months after, my youngest sister also got engaged. I have never seen one family so excited over any event. My feelings were super hurt because it made it seem like my family cared more about my sister than they did me. My sister decided to plan her wedding to be at our parents' house. My fiance and I secured and paid for a venue. Our wedding date ended up being two weeks before my sister's. My mom and sister lost their minds and were so angry with me. So my fiance and I buckled, spent extra money to change the date. Now my older sister got engaged too. She too is getting married at my parents' house four days before my wedding. Everyone lost their minds when my wedding was two weeks before my sister's, but nobody cares that my older sister's wedding is four days before mine. We said to heck with it. We canceled our wedding. We lost thousands in the process. Not a single person in either of our families cares at all that we were or are upset or that we've canceled. I'm so angry. I'm just really hurt. Every time I think about a wedding, I break down in tears. I even had to mute the scrubbing in wedding page because it was too much. How do I get past this? This made me so sad. I mean, I have I have siblings. And so I think I think I can relate to this happening. Like if my sisters, if I was if I was her and I got engaged and the only thing I can think of, which shouldn't change anything was that they've been together for so long that there or like maybe her family doesn't love the guy and they're not like super excited about being officially official yeah, you know i honestly felt this i feel like we're missing something yeah, me too this this email doesn't make sense to me because if my family treated me like this i'd just be like i don't want any of you here and i, I just i'd have my wedding with like my friends and like have fun i know but that's so hard i mean like you think that, you know, like who your chosen family is, your friends, but you still, it's such a significant day. Like you want your family to be a part of it and you want them to be excited about it. So, but I feel like there's nothing we can, I feel like we're just, there's something that's not that, that we're missing. Cause it's like, if the family doesn't like the, the fiance, then I feel like my, we can give some advice there. I, I, but, it's gotta be right. That's gotta be a, a part of this. Yeah. If it's not, if they love your, or don't, I mean, sometimes people just don't love who their kids are. dating. I mean, it's very normal that your parents might not love who you're dating, but she's been with him for eight years. So they're, yeah. they know him. It's not like he's some but new is guy. There more that she of just, story in the story. Like, does he have three kids of his own and the parents wanted her to have her own families or an ex? And it's not their life. Though. I understand. Like, point, I, I'm not making excuses for them. I'm just wondering what the rest of the story is. See, yeah, the there's definitely thing, something missing. The only thing that would make sense to me is if he had cheated or did right. something that they did not think that he deserved her because he had hurt her or done something that was like not loyal or whatever. Aside from that, 
there's no excuse in my opinion for this family acting this way. Like it's so hurtful in my opinion to think about dating someone for eight years and you finally get engaged and you're going to plan a wedding and they respond not excited. And then you watch them be so excited about your other sister's wedding. It's devastating. Oh, I'd be, I'd be crushed. crushed. And I think you got to talk to them. Don't you, don't you have to sit your parents down and say, okay, look, this is how you're making me feel. Well, I guess you don't phrase it that way, right? This is how I feel and talk it out. Like if there's an underlying issue, it's got to come up at some point and maybe it's not great, but I feel like you got to have that conversation. Yeah. But it's like, I wish that the parents would have had it like with her before they got engaged and like, they're so far in it at this point, you know? Well, here's the thing. Those conversations, regardless of who they're coming from are so they're not fun. It's not anything you want to do. Have to sit down with people you love and your parents, especially, and tell them that they hurt you. Like that's, it's horrible. And I think that it's necessary. And I think that you will live with resentment and bitterness that won't even affect them. And it's, it's only going to affect you. Um, and every time you think about a wedding, you break down because not only do you think about not having your wedding, you think about the hurt that your family calls that they may not even know about. So I think you sit down with your parents and then I think you sit down with each sister individually and just express how you're feeling because I think you have every right to feel the way that you're feeling. And if there's something we're missing, then there's something we're missing. We're just going off of the email that we have, but it it hurt me. I like feel sad for her. I do too. I mean, the silver lining is that you seem to really like your fiance. He seems cool from have, this email. He seems really cool. I mean, he's been, we've been with him for eight years. So I, I can assume that he's solid and committed and, and your teammate and your partner. And so, um, I don't know. There's the silver lining in it, but yeah, I mean, I'd be devastated. I'd be really sad. I think the only way you'll have any, uh, relief from this hurt is by having the conversation and letting them know how you have felt during this process. Cause like I said, I, I think anyone in your position would feel the way that you're feeling. All right. This is from Ariana right before Christmas, a guy I grew up with from my hometown reached out to me and asked me out. He lives and works about three hours away from me, but it's been coming back home every single weekend because all of his friends to live in our hometown as do I. However, when he went back to work after the holidays, his job shifted and he now works six or seven days a week and can no longer come home for the foreseeable future. We decided to put the romance on hold and just be friends for now, but I can't stop thinking about him. I keep thinking about timing and how if this wasn't meant to be, he wouldn't have reached out when he did. We still talk every day, only a couple of texts though, but he stopped being flirty with me almost immediately when we called it off. So I can't figure out if he's still romantically interested or not. What should I do? Should I tell him how I feel or wait it out? Mm. This feels like a Tanya type of like, this would be how you reacted with the timing being right. So maybe yeah. you take the lead on this one. Um. Okay. I'm going to give you advice. That's not going to come from any book because I guarantee <laughs> you the books, uh, are going to tell you to stop talking to him or stop engaging, cut off all communication, you know, men love bitches, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give you the Tanya advice, which is follow what your heart's saying. If you really like this guy and you feel like there's something special there, 
just because there's distance, if you're really missing him and you're still talking to him every day, then like, what's the point? Like, why are you not together? You know, I think sometimes relationships, some things don't always come easy and they require a lot like extra communication. And if it's something that, I mean, clearly you feel so strongly about him and if he feels the same way and you just have to work a little bit harder then you try you know I think it's really hard I think everybody always the the quick advice is like there's a lot of fish out there and you know get back out there but it's like when you have a strong connection with somebody you try try and try again so I say tell him how you feel if he really is is not on the same page, then I think at that point you do have to cut off communication because talking to him every single day is not going to allow you to move forward. So I think if you have the conversation, he feels the same way you guys can kind of work on communicating and figuring it out. And if he doesn't, then you do kind of, you do have to go cold Turkey it a little bit, but nothing good happens in the gray area. Let me tell you. I agree with having a conversation. That's about it. (laughs) <laughs> you don't agree with anything else you said because she said that he stopped as soon as they cut it off he stopped flirting i think he's like either found someone else and my my advice is always if he wanted to he would i agree with tanya and you do yeah. because tell you can agree that if he wanted to he would i yeah i agree but i think he stopped being flirty out of respect i think she, if they called it off together if they, mark if he, no one is like that anymore guys are not just cutting it off because of respect that, not if that he, no that's not true tanya they made it a there season. are some unicorns out there they call it off and i think he's respecting that i like this guy i feel good about him for ariana i think this is going to be great when she tells him how she feels he's going to feel the same way now the logistics where it goes from there he lives three hours away works seven days a week i don't know but I think there's right, no right, right. downside in telling him because if he doesn't feel the same way, you move on. Right. Okay. So we all can agree what she needs to do is have a conversation and express her feelings, how she, where she's at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think so. No, I do too. I mean, I think she, in, unless she has that conversation, she won't have an answer. An answer is always good. Yes. Because regardless of the answer, you're able to move from there. Correct. Nothing good happens in the gray area. Mark, you're so nice. He's respecting her. That's why he stopped. <laughs> I think he is. guys are just like that, huh? No, when they like someone, they just stop. They just are like, I'm going to respect you and I'm going to text you, but I'm not going to be flirting. They anymore. try. I think that they try. I think the good ones try. He's a good one. I'm telling you, this guy's think, a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I would you rather so. I mean, be just her sending her dick pics? I mean, I think this is where we want to be right now. No, I'd rather him either just stop texting her, period, or say like, communicate his feelings to her say like hey i i'm i'm i enjoyed hanging out with you i'm so bummed that we don't get to do that anymore i have to focus on work so i don't think romantically i can be as involved as i was hoping to be or he says i really want to make this work and we might not be able to talk as much but we can do as much as i can give right now if you are okay with that yeah and i just think sometimes men because i know so much about men uh but the guy i'm just gonna speak for the good ones because the bad ones i don't care about no offense if anyone's listening doubt many men are um <laughs> the bad ones yeah, yeah. Not, that's not a lot the bad ones are definitely yeah, not yeah um i think that sometimes men i don't want to say take the easy way out but feel overwhelmed they feel like you know that they'll have more clarity if they 
try and figure out if he's like, I have to focus on work, blah, blah, blah. He's like thinking he's doing the noble and the right thing. And then he realizes that like he misses her and that he really is making a mistake. He hears how she feels and he's like, all right, it's time to drag it off the pot. He's thinking the same thing. He's not sure how to play this either. Mm-hmm. But he wants to be with her. And this is a romantic fan fiction y'all have created. <laughs> I'm just kidding. For Ariana's sake, I hope that he is amazing and that he's being respectful. And I think that her having a conversation with him will only empower her and make her better in the situation. I'm glad. I'm happy about our advice because I feel like she's probably getting... She's probably go- like, I've done the same. I've Googled, what do you do? And this guy says this and, and he, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Google tells you. Yeah, what does Google say? Let me tell that? you. Google <laughs> tells you, do not do not talk to him. Do not communicate. Don't da 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 And it's like, okay, so then I'm just going to, like, my heart's telling me to do something, but Google's telling me something else. So I'm going to go with Google because clearly my heart is not getting me in the right place. And then it just, like, really messes with you. I think the key not which being yourself. we can all agree on, I imagine, is communication. Because all they have is communication right now because they can't even see each other. So her being able to say, like, this is where I'm at. This is how I feel. Do you feel the same way? Or is yeah. this not working? Because then she's able to shut that door. Maybe keep it propped open if he moves back, but shut it and move on without having to wonder about it. Yeah. So she can, like, she can, like, shut the door but she's not to lock it um, and then put the Jimmy rig on it and then the slide over lock. And, you know, like those guys where you just like stuff the towel under the, the breezeway so that no air can even get in. You're just like that door is shut and sealed and done. She doesn't need, need to do that. She doesn't need to do all that. She can just shut it gently. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. I felt all around great advice. Maybe leave the key under the mat for him. <laughs> oh. I'm just a a believer in, you know, when it's really hard, like the beginning of my relationship was really hard and it was basically long distance for the first like six months. And the easiest thing would have been to just be like, yeah, distance. Like, when are we really going to see each other? But we wanted to. So we made it happen. Both of us. It was equal parts. I know, but you also have to, you have to think your job at the time was very lenient in terms of your schedule. Like you could go and but you 95 could, P's was not, I know, but that's what I'm saying. One of you had a little bit of, of leeway in your, in your job that you could travel more to see. Well, 95 we don't know if she does. That's what I'm saying. She might not have that. Mm. Like, so where they're both kind of landlocked into like their jobs really require them to stay put where they are mm-hmm. and they don't have the flexibility to make it work. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you mm-hmm. were in, in your situation it was different. But not that often. I mean, maybe once every few weeks. Becca, if you had a nine to five job at your chiropractic chiropractor's office, there's no way you and 95P would have lasted that beginning of your relationship. I 100% agree. That's what but I'm But we to say. would have been talk like we would have still known where we stood on it. That's what I'm saying. That's what could be happening right now. Mm. But she said he's not he's not even like acting the same anymore. Right. Because he broke up with her. They're done. He never said anything. Oh. No, he didn't say it. He just moved. Right? Wait, Can we confirm that he didn't say, he never said it's over, right? He said- Wait, right. He had been coming in regularly and then, and then he wasn't able to anymore. We decided to put the romance on hold and just be friends for now. So they ended it. Mm. Okay. All right. So you agree. 
I agree that it's more complicated than meets the eye. That I, it's, it's more complicated than I'm making it. I'm, I'm making it sound like it's easy breezy because no, my it's not. situation. Yeah, is, I don't think it, but your situation wasn't easy breezy. I'm just saying, but I, I was able to make it work to where we could see each other. And okay. correct, I get what you're saying. Like okay. if you and 95P had this same situation mm-hmm. in terms of work, mm-hmm. you would have been like, "We can't do this. Let's put the romance on hold for now until we can." I don't know. Food for thought. Food for thought. That's all I'll say. (laughs) I'm just saying. Different perspective, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and I feel like I'm coming across as such a like pessimist, but I think I'm more so like, I'm such a believer and you'll know if someone wants to be with you by how, how they talk to you and how they can't stop talking to you. I feel like you of all people should definitely know that. I do. uh, Trust me. I do know that. Because I have, I have experienced this where I have told said individual to stop talking to me, and that did not stop said individual. That's what I'm saying. And I know. said individual had every right to stop texting. Right, but I would again. Oh, he was one of the good ones, so he was trying to respect my wishes, but he couldn't <laughs> because he wanted to be. I'm like, it's hard to prove a point when it's just circles and circles. But I've proven my point here. <laughs> But he's not, he is still reaching out. He's just not being flirty. So that's what Mark is saying. He's just trying to be, he still wants to talk to her. Yes. Like he's like, ah, but he's trying to be respectful. All right. Ariana, we need updates. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> need an update on this because I have high hopes for it. I, I want, I want him to be respectful and great. I know. And here's the thing. We don't know him. So we're really just like fingers crossing that he's a good guy. Yeah. He could suck totally. And we could be giving no, really terrible no, advice. He's a good guy. He's got a good job and the job's going to take him places. He's going to be really successful. Mark, Mark. <laughs> yeah. We're going to use Mark's hopefulness here. Wait, we really need an update. So Ariana, if you're listening, really hope you're listening. Uh, in two months from today, I'm going to put it in my calendar. So don't forget April, May, June. So right before our hot girl summer, <laughs> June 12th. So the 14th is a Monday. I'm going to say Ariana email update. Flag day. Great. That's my sister's birthday. Great. Great day. All right. So we'll get an email. We'll get an update and see what the situation's like in two months from now. I love this. (laughs) I really hope we're right. Oh, God, I hope we're right. That is good. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. I mean, I'm I'm rooting for Ariana. He's one of the good ones. I know. Like he should one like he wrote the book one the kind of fun when you we should have her on the podcast love that song. anybody can be good ones but, but he's, he's good all the time he's one of the good ones and he's all mine I was thinking that the whole time, every time y'all said me good too, ones, I was too. like, I love that song. I feel that song in my core because when you find a good one, it's like finding a pot of gold, even rarer than that. It's like and finding a pot a, of gold's not rare. <laughs> <laughs> it's like finding a gray hair on a baby's head. Okay. Well, <laughs> they exist. I wasn't ready for that, but okay. I think it's time we say goodbye. Gold is a treasure. It's a good thing. A gray hair on a baby's head. I don't, is that good? It's, it's like 
perplexing. It's not, it's not good. It's just it's rare. Right. I know, but I'm asking how many pots of gold have you come upon? So many. They're on the cover of Lucky Charms. <laughs> oh, man. They're everywhere. I could Every Google a baby store. with a gray hair and find that in two seconds, too. Where? On how Google. many babies have you seen with a gray hair? I don't know, but you know they're out there. They're out there, she says. The good ones. Yeah. <laughs> my, my daughter has a birthmark, right? My youngest on the top of her head. And it has, it's not really gray. It's more blonde now, but it was kind of gray when she was born. So there you go. My, cousin, my cousins oh. had that too. The little yeah, blonde The cool patch. thing is it was an Anna stripe from Frozen before that was such a thing. Right? Oh, cute. Wow. wow. That's cool. And then she got, then that movie happened. She was like, oh, I got just like her. <laughs> like, how cool is that? That's cute. Well, I have gray hair, but I'm not a baby. So then I get it covered. So. I know. I forgot that. I don't. It's a battle. That'll be an, another day for that. I know. I want you to talk about that because you're not like you shouldn't have gray hair, right? No, it's genetic. I've had it since I was like 25. Yeah. Yeah. That's so wild. It's just me. I've been so wise for so long that the gray <laughs> hair just came in <laughs> earlier than it does for most people. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. The wisdom. Yeah. The wisdom. Well beyond your years. Beyond. Beyond. So yeah. If you didn't cover your that hair, way. it'd be all gray. Not all gray, okay. just like my. Well, actually, yeah. If you let no, it grow, because it's in different spots. Mm. One day I'll let it grow, but I don't That's feel cool, like I'm though. ready for that. It could be cool, but like the process of growing it out would be. I'd have to like do all of my hair gray. Yeah, which feels like it could really do some damage to the rest of my hair. So. Yeah, because you have to bleach it and then dye it gray. Exactly. No, it's not the move. It's not the move. So in in the meantime, I just cover it up. Um, can I can I slide in one quick thing before we wrap? I'm sorry. Um. Uh, while we were recording the show, I just got news that uh, Arclight Cinemas, who crowned me the Caramel Corn Princess uh, with the help of the Scrubbers years ago, they will not be reopening. They're closing forever. And uh, my, heart is, my heart is broken. It's my favorite movie theater chain of all time. And uh, it's so best. sad. It's very, very sad. They have theaters all across the country, and uh, they're not reopening. So wow. my heart goes out to Arclight Cinemas. I want to, I don't know if you can see behind me, my, my caramel corn princess uh, crown is right there, right back there. Uh, but um, I love you, Arclight. You gave me some of the best movies ever and uh, you'll be missed. You're always part of the scrubbing and family as far as I'm concerned. Same. It's true. We love you, Arclight. And to oh, all really the employees sad. and yeah. people who work all there. The yeah. Um, that's really, I hate that news. Yeah, it's it's really sad, and I, I don't mean to be a downer, but I do want to give them a, a tribute on here because they're they're the best. Yeah, they have a very special place in our heart for the Caramel Corn Princess saga that we <laughs> created. Did you create that? And they yes. made it. They made it come to life. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, if you really have to sum it up, the the Scrubbers <laughs> cyberbullied this movie theater into giving me a crown that didn't exist, and therefore. They'll uh, forever be a part of our community. Yeah. And, and I'll forever be the only caramel corn princess in all of our clay history. That's kind of so, special. It's Easton. pretty cool. You don't have to transfer the crown. It's all yours. Nope. I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm gonna, like one of those jerseys they retire in the upper, <laughs> upper part of the stadium, you know? I'll have the only sash. We'll put that on the Facebook group for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, on that note, how do we even say goodbye after that news? Easton. Uh, we're going to get drunk on our next podcast. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really just turn it around. We are. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. Isn't it on Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. We love a good time. We love podcast. a good time. We love a good embevy. What's the embevation. Occasion? 
So we are hosting the premiere of the Cruel Summer. Cruel Summer, which is a television show that's going to be on Freeform mm. with Sarah Drew. Oh, yeah. Olivia that's right. Holt. Yes. Mm. So um, we're going to do that. That'll be um, like live at the Beverly Hilton. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to record the podcast also from there. And so we'll have them on. Um, but, you know, when we do the podcast after the sun has gone down, we have a libation of sorts. So. Yeah. So we'll be feeling saucy. Saucy. I wish that we could watch Grey's before. Because is Sarah Drew going to be on this? Probably not. Right? I don't know. We know she's coming back, right? Yeah, but I don't know what episode. I'm sure we could find out before we talk to her. Yeah, maybe they'll send us a private screening. Doubtful. Yeah, maybe. Um, okay, well, on that note, we'll be back next week, and it'll be a fun time, and hope you all have a wonderful day. Peace and love and Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, stream Taylor's version of Fearless. And um, that's really all I have to. That's all I have to say with this ending. We love you all. Love you. Bye. Bye. Presented by Twenty One Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails. Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's gonna flip the Twenty One Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course, Twenty One Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that Twenty One Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try Twenty One seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better H-E-L-P. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.